Brella son of it, a bite size tattoo jet bleeding a dish, bite size Irish is 10 years old. We launched in August 2010 officially, although I'd been working on it for a good little while before that, uh, probably a year or it could have been more from what I remember. So um, it's been a great journey thus far and during this episode I'd like to go through some of the things that I feel I've learned from 10 years of working on a project and how that might relate to Irish language learning. And at the end of the episode, we'll be saying some words of thanks to Gabrielle, who is working on Bite Size Irish for two years. And she's gone to um, a teaching career now. Um, she was the Banished or Pubble, the community manager at Bite Size Irish. But I want to say, start by saying Faltestach to two new members at Bite Size Irish in Bite Size Pubble. That's our private uh, learning community. And they both happen to be in Anriachtaintaha in the UK. And Daniel, first of all, spent time in Mexico, is is now back in the UK. And Daniel visited Ireland a couple of times and he built this connection, the feeling with Ireland's culture. So he said, Jerive, hello, recently. And Mark, who's another member in the UK, and um, only got so far by trying to learn or study the Irish language on his own and in his own words in community is better right and absolutely if you can find ways to connect and reach out with other people that's a way to build your intrinsic motivation now I want to say sorry to Piader who as well who's another bite-sized public member who was meant to be on this episode but because of a little family emergency, a little trip to the hospital, I couldn't make it at the time. All is well now, so not to worry. But at the time, I couldn't do my interview with Badder. So if I had we'll do it again soon. And I'm sorry about that. And thanks as well to Siobhan, who in the last episode or two, you heard a, an interview with her. And she started with this title, um, Kuntor Changa, Language Assistant. But you know what? Siobhan has grown into such a bigger role than that title suggests. So it's that that title is probably not fair on Siobhan. It doesn't represent what she contributes to Bite Size. Like Siobhan is is a core contrib- contributor, a core part of the foundation of Bite Size Irish. Uh, not least the Bite Size Bio sessions, the scripted conversation calls on Zoom that she runs every week uh, over in Bite Size Public. And without her doing this regularly, and we started from nothing. Like, nobody was showing up to Bite Size Bio calls. Like, she'd advertise it, and there was no members there to say, yes, I'll be there. And little by little, people started joining in. But it was with Siobhan's regularity um, and dedication and language expertise and all these working together that Siobhan has really made Bite Size Bio a success. So I wanted to make um, a a sincere call out to Siobhan um, just to be clear how much she is part of Bite Size, how much much Bite Size owes her and how much um, how how much uh, Bite Size has been able to grow in its own right 
with the energy and curiosity and expertise that Siobhan has brought. So, Gurumila Mahagat, Siobhan. to 10 years of Bite Size Irish like Bite Size Irish has never been a full-time project for me but it was for six months uh, back maybe seven years ago I did a an, like a entrepreneurial program which was directed at businesses that might have potential to grow into something much bigger so they were looking at scale and their fundamental premise at the time was go uh, spend all your cash savings, borrow money from friends and fools, as they'd call them. And then once you've done that, go to the bank, uh, get more loans, go into debt and try to build what you're building. And it just didn't feel right at the time. So Bite Size continued to be what you might call a hobby business but uh i i don't think that's fair to bite size bite size is its own thing that has its own energy <laughs> so the first thing i'd say i am um, is to follow your true curiosity like there's obviously something within this project of bite size irish that gives me ongoing motivation it's a creative outlet for me i can always plan ahead and see compare uh, today uh, to where I'd like to go with the project and it's a way for me to um, uh, push my limits and push my knowledge and um, I'm always learning and trying to figure out how to do something and the nice thing about that is it applies to other things in my life too so at my day job, what I learn at Bicez Irish, I learn so much that I can apply at my day job and vice versa, I suppose. Um, following your true curiosity means you have to kind of listen to what's interesting to you and what was interesting to you in your childhood. Like, what did you do when you're seven, eight, nine, ten years old? And how do you see those patterns re-emerging later in life? I, I think that tells something to us about what's really interesting. And there's value in that. Like another person's true curiosity is to another person like something boring or not worthwhile following, right? So that's the thing. You, f you might feel like you need to justify your curiosity about the Irish language to somebody else. And you don't. That's my second point. You don't need permission to learn and to publish. You don't need someone's permission to to put yourself on YouTube or post on Facebook, post on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do, how, whatever way that means to you. Or is it a newsletter on paper? I don't care. But you don't need permission. It's permissionless. You, you can create permissionless assets, as Naval Ravikant says on Twitter. You don't need permission. It's like somebody who's looking to have a writing career 
and they go to university and study English and philosophy and they study how to write and then they still haven't written anything and they have this dream about writing a book and they never actually do it and guess what nobody ever in the first place stopped them <laughs> they didn't need permission so you don't need permission to follow your career true curiosity into the Irish language and I suppose while we're on the language itself another thing that uh, I've seen absolutely the last decade is there's an Irish language community and it's actually very diverse and um, there's people with all different motivations and reasons and it's a niche in itself but you can find niches in the Irish language community um ones i think a very easy distinction is one uh, like um a layer is of people who grew up in ireland and another layer is that people who are outside of ireland and never grew up in ireland there's uh, completely different perspectives there because especially the school system is part of that people who grew up in ireland in the republic of ireland um did irish all through school all through primary school and they have that background in the la- in the language even if they don't even recognize it but what i think surprises people that i speak with in ireland about the irish language they are surprised or they would be surprised about the number of people who are not in ireland but who are deeply invested in gaelga so keep at it and keep connecting uh, keep making those finding those uncommon commonalities with other people who are maybe on a similar journey to yourself. Another point is change in the right direction is good. It's another way of maybe saying that it's the process that counts. It's not the outcome. It's not fluency. Fluency is not your goal <laughs> when learning a language, deep digging into a language. It's the daily getting into the language, into that project and doing something about it. As long as you're going in the right direction, it doesn't really matter how fast or slow you're going because you you won't get there anyway. <laughs> it's a calling. It's always something that will have something more for you to do. <laughs> so you start realizing, well, there actually isn't maybe a goal. Maybe there's stages, right? There's levels. You want to progress. And absolutely, I agree with that. You want to go from one step to another higher and higher and um, one step builds on another so every step you take because of the nature of our brains first of all we start making even more connections it's like that point of reading a book that by reading a book today you might be unlocking a book the knowledge in a book that you read like a decade ago and it's only by reading that second book or the third book or so on that you're unlocking the, the real value in that original book and you can go back to that book. So every little step in the right direction is good and worthwhile. In other words, you don't need to be so worried about your progress on a given day or your progress on a given week or indeed a year. Like the worst thing you could do or one of the worst things you can do when learning a language is looking back and going, oh God, I've been doing this a year and look, I haven't gotten very far. Whereas I think if I can tell myself, if I can look back and go, oh, I I enjoyed how I got here and I intend on 
making the most of the time I have and keep going in the right direction, that's where the satisfaction is, right? Another point with Bite Size, the last decade, there's always more to do than you can get done. Always. Now, there was never a day in Bite Size where I could sit down and twiddle my thumbs and go, hmm, I wonder what I could do next. I'm kind of stuck. It's never been like that. There's always been bigger plans and bigger things that I can aim at. And I guess that's one of the things that keeps me motivated. Although there is a balance. You want to appreciate where you are rather than always scrambling to get somewhere else. Isn't that true? So what do you do with this uh, idea of always more to do? Like in a language, uh, as an adult learner, I think that's what trips a lot of people up. Um, and fi- <laughs> rightly so. Um, you hear a bit of the spoken language or you're thrown into conversation context and you realize just how far you are from what where you want to be. And you have to in some way reconcile that within yourself and go, look, I am where I am. Uh, There's a lot more than I can do, but there's only so much I can do. And uh, the only uh, only couple of answers I have there are like focus, prioritization and again, following your true curiosity. You can only pick off a little bit of the language at a time. So dig deep, maybe take a single sentence and try figure out what's happening in that sentence why are the words mutating as they are how should it be pronounced how would people pronounce it in different dialects in Irish you can always do a lot of play around a given phrase even so yeah it's a tough feeling it's definitely a tough feeling when you feel like there's so much you could be doing and so much even worse so so much that you should have done And the only thing you can do really is step back and go, right, I am where I am. I start here today as I do every day. And just figuring out what you can do today to move forward. That leads me into my next point, that little steps of progress often really trump the big steps because... Those big irregular steps like, you know, the typical I'll study on Sunday for an hour thing and then Sunday comes and you're not feeling like it. If you can progress just a little bit, work on your little project every day if you can. Expose yourself to the Irish language every single day. Because if you're not doing that, you're really, in a way, going backwards, right? You're letting a day slip by not progressing you let another day slip by you're not progressing so little steps of progress often and I think you have to be kind enough to yourself to say yeah these little steps are enough um I've learned too that if I'm not progressing on bite-sized Irish it's often because I'm afraid of something and this is often like a big project that's ahead of me it could be something as mundane as replying to the accountant about taxes but or it could be it's been much more like I think in back there's been creative projects within bite size dealing with other people where I've been slow to reply 
And when I really dig deep and ask, why am I, why am I so reluctant? How is it going weeks and I'm not replying to this person? I'm afraid of something. It's like, it comes back to the progress. It's like, I'm afraid to say how little I've gotten done or how little progress it feels like I've done. But usually, thankfully, when I go back to the person, they're always, people are generally understanding and kind and it's extending that kindness to yourself and that brings me to my last point about this that to be kind to yourself it is what it is you are where you are and you you really have to let go of this idea of making the the need to make massive progress at any given time just to to accept where you are like back to that entrepreneurial program that I was on I was I was actually embarrassed at times to talk about bite size because of like how small it was or how small it seemed to me. It was all relative, right? So embarrassed by how little progress I had made or um, that it was a pet project like that. And I have to be kind to myself and say, look, you've gotten this far. You are where you are. And not only that, you've gotten this far. Keep it going. All right, so that's that. That's 10 years at Bite Size Irish. Jeff Blina. So, Brehlos on a Bite Size. Um, it, it's hard to tell, like, where will Bite Size be in a year or two? Um, Bite Size Pubble, the heart of Bite Size Irish. It's really growing. It's it's getting into something, and it's only the members who uh, make the connections within Bite Size Pubble. They're the real source of this. Um and I can see how it can get into even something bigger. And it doesn't need to be. I think a great quote I came across before is, a thing doesn't need to get bigger, but it should get better over time, right? And that really rung tr- uh, tr- true with me. So it's not that bite size needs to get bigger. It's not that. Bite size always needs to be getting a little bit better over time and I think that's the direction we're on Uh, I really enjoy it and it's uh, intrinsically valuable because the better it gets the more people or the deeper people dive into Gaeilge Gach La and that's the right step right on to um, saying Gurumila Mahaka to Gabrielle and we've got Mary here who recorded a voice message for the podcast Ah Gabriel what to say. You've been positive, patient, and always encouraging to expand my language journey and to help solve problems. You have chosen the right career path when you chose teaching, and you will be a gift to your students. My very, very best wishes to you, Mary. Good Mary. That was really nice of you. And then Egon, who's in Bite Size Bubble, um, wrote a bit. This will take a couple of minutes for me to read out, but um, I think it's it's worth saying. So, about Gabrielle, uh, who was um, the uh, community manager at Bite Size Irish for the last two years, Egon says, Gabrielle has been a fantastic inspiration to me, along with Siobhan and Owen, over the last eight months. My journey back into connecting with the Irish language is more an accident than planned. My wife and I were back in Ireland visiting family and we decided to go to Galway for a few days. 
We got there and it was super busy. As we're both country folk, it was way too busy for us. So I said, let's drive over to the Gaeltacht and see what we can find there and see if we can stay there. We stopped at Ancrushkin Lawn and went to the pub across the road. A few drinks in and some brilliant live music as well as a group of young fellas speaking at Skelga at the bar was the start of my journey. After this event I signed up for Bite Size Irish as well as a few other learning portals online. I spent some money and a few books and dived in. It was very slow doggy paddle to get started. I signed up at the last minute for the Cardlin Fauriachta, which we've it's a workshop that we ran during the past year. And Gabrielle was one of the teachers and she was a real inspiration to me. Uh, she was nothing like my old Irish teacher at school. But to be honest, I was nothing like the old student my old teacher was stuck with all those years ago. For a start, I was interested and keen to learn. Gabrielle showed patience and kindness as well as tolerated some horrendous pronunciations. It was fun and I learned a lot. Since then, Gabrielle has inspired me to carry on learning and I even got up at 4.45 in the morning because Egon is in Australia right now. That's where he lives. Uh, to chat slowly on the forum <clears throat> about flowers and Michal Martin and birds. It's been a lot of fun and I really hope that Gabrielle will still uh, show up on the forum to say Jukit Acharda every so often. I know we're in good hands with Siobhan and Owen but it still feels sad that we are losing a friend. So best wishes on your new adventure. Gurmila Mahagutegan, so nice to you. And Piader, who I mentioned earlier, who's another um, Bite Size Pubble member, recorded his message for Gabrielle. So away we go. Chi quitsha Bite Size. Augusta Gabrielle Gahora. Padron Shah Sasana. Vesheka Jasa Kind Lass. Er Fog on Vlian Shahoja. Vesheka Dutalanok. Akhuktu. Anna Taki Akdom Lamahuras Askwilga Gudisha Talon Falamha Agam with Gurmila Mila Mahagas Hashin Gakra Earth Hamak Ansha Agas Ganarian Tala the Fasnua Mila Buikas Arish Askakrad Bislan Agas Fanslan Pader Gurmila Mahagat the Feather That's very nice of you again. It shows that see Pader lives in England. But as far as I know, I grew up in Ireland. So Pader has a certain level of Irish uh, from school. So uh, please don't feel intimidated if th- you've heard Pader and thinking, oh, wow, how could I ever put that together <laughs> and make some sense? You are where you are. And Gurmila Mahagata Pader, Vishen Anias, Gurhul Tushinishtach. Now, if you'd like to record your question for the podcast, as I say, the more philosophical, the better. You go to bitesize.irish, go to the more menu at the top of the page and podcast. And on that podcast homepage, there's a big button where you can just record your question on your phone or computer or whatever. And it usually works quite well. And it send the, sends the audio file to us directly. Uh, so there you go. I've hope, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Bite Size Irish podcast. If you attend an Irish language class or like a study group or online study group, please share Bite Size Irish with them. If you go to bitesize.irish slash gachla, that's G-A-C-H-L-A, we've got new resources where you can get by email 
a new ebook, a new worksheets that are specifically designed for people who are actively learning the Irish language. So maybe something to share with your friends and colleagues who are into the Irish language. And if not, just enjoy them yourself. Well, Shane, Gramina Mahagat, and thanks as always to Tukumo, whose music you hear under a Creative Commons license. Slan Gafol, Togabugah. <laughs>